OMG. Did you just suck at that TV or radio interview? If your media appearance went sideways, get in touch to request a free review. Just send us the video or audio and our friendly experts will give you some ego-massaging feedback. Just Google Marvellous Media Training to find out more. Hi, I'm Steve Bleers, this time on the Media Training Podcast. Where do news stories come from? How come journalists get them first, you know? You know, you've got a story. You don't tell Joe Schmo on the bus, do you? You ring the newspaper. It seems to appear like magic. OK, today we're looking at the basics. We're going to lift the lid on the news media and attempt to explain how does the news work. Now, before I trained to be a radio journalist in 1991, where have the years gone? I think I, I think I thought at the time, you know, journalists somehow had special powers like the police. I thought they could flash a press pass and people would be duty-bound to spill the beans on juicy and salacious stories. But... Journalists are basically members of the public and nosy ones at that. There's nothing compelling you to talk to them if you don't want to. Now, let's get into the idea of the news media. Uh, it, that's everything from, you know, your national TV news right down to your bi-monthly magazine on specialist topics like fishing and classic cars. Think of the news media as like any other industry. Um, its product is news stories, current affairs, journalism and factual articles. Its raw materials are news events, tip-offs, press releases and information supplied by public bodies, organisations, businesses, established contacts and the public. Now, this tidal flow of facts, events and information, it's the journalist's job from those to identify news stories and their skills line deciding what is newsworthy and then telling those stories in the most compelling way. I should add that the expectation is that journalists should check their stories are factually accurate, legally sound and balanced, i.e. telling both sides before they're published, fingers crossed. That's journalism in a nutshell. But how do journalists decide what's newsworthy? Well, one of the simplest models that I've come across is to explain what is newsworthy is called the seven pillars of news. It's a kind of summary of the criteria that journalists might and, and their editors might determine what is newsworthy, what makes a story. So here they are. Here are the seven pillars of news. These are one, timeliness. Is the story current and relevant to the audience right now? You know, an event happening today is more newsworthy than one that happened yesterday. That's timeliness. Is it happening now? Two, impact. Does the story have significance or consequences for a large number of people? Now, you know, every day, lots of people might lose their jobs. But when, you know, a big business or a factory closes and 5,000 people are made redundant, that makes the news. That's impact. Three, proximity. Is the story geographically or emotionally close to the audience? When your local football team wins a game, it makes your local news, but your team's success won't appear in the news thousands of miles away. Proximity. Number four, prominence. Does the story involve well-known individuals or institutions? So, Beyonce walks her dog, paparazzi take a photo... 
it makes the newspapers. You know, when Joe Schmo walks his dog, when I walk my dog, no one cares. Prominence. Number five, novelty. Does the story offer something unusual or unexpected? Dog bites a man, that's not news. Man bites a dog, that might be news, yeah? Novelty. Conflict. Obviously, conflict always makes the news. Is there tension, disagreement or controversy in a story? As humans, we're hardwired to these negative aspects of news. And number seven, human interest. Does the story appeal to the audience's emotions or curiosity? For example, a five-year-old helps his mum give birth to a new baby brother when the mum goes into labour unexpectedly at home. You know, great human interest story. So those are the seven pillars of news. Timeliness, impact, proximity, prominence, novelty, conflict and human interest. So that's what makes a news story. You may have heard the words news agenda what is that? Now, on any given day, there'll be a news agenda. That's topics and issues that groups or media outlets will prioritise. For example, one newspaper might lead on an exclusive story, and that's quickly picked up or followed by lots of other media outlets. Now, journalists and their editors will hold early internal meetings. In fact, they hold meetings throughout the day, briefings to discuss the day's stories, coverage by other outlets and news items that they have sourced. Then they agree on the agenda of stories they'll publish or broadcast that day. Now, often you'll catch the evening news on various channels and you'll think, you know, those organisations must have got together to decide the news agenda. Well, they don't. They don't necessarily talk to each other, but journalists do spend a lot of time watching each other, watching what rivals publish. You know, they spend hours, you know, they'll look at what they're doing hourly, um, you know, if it's an hourly news bulletin, there will your opposition will listen to you, watch it, and this in itself is quite agenda forming. But news, but the news agenda isn't just about a single day of news. It can be swept aside by breaking news or news that's dominated for days or weeks by a big unfolding story. You know, that has you know daily developments. There'll be news agendas for international news, national, regional, local news, sport, business, entertainment. The list goes on. So that's the news agenda. Here's another term for you that you might have heard. The news cycle. How does that differ from news agenda? Well, it doesn't have two wheels and pedals. It's not that kind of cycle. The news cycle describes the process which news stories are reported, shared and eventually replaced by more current news stories. Most news works on a daily cycle with stories of greater importance or interest persisting and developing across a day or more. It's fast-paced. Now, how does this impact on you as someone who's thinking, I might want to appear in the news either through PR or sharing your expertise? Well, most of us work in a world where if Jan from Accounts needs a meeting with you, you check your diary and you say, you know, how about Tuesday and, you know, next week? But in the news, especially if you're being asked to be interviewed or appear on air, you know, a week next Tuesday isn't going to cut it. People will need you straight away um, when I worked in daily news I um, might just have you know an hour or two to bash the phone and find a guest to come on the radio and I'd find someone suitable and they'd say you know when do you want me on and I'd say just transferring you to the studio now <laughs> you know it's kind of like literally that quick um, and as an outsider 
being asked to speak, contribute or be interviewed about news events, the haste required by journalists can be really surprising and a little overwhelming. So what I'm getting at is that if you are serious about taking advantage of opportunities to appear in the media, you've got to move quickly before the news cycle moves on. Now, it's common for journalists to want to talk to contributors straight away. So be prepared to drop what you're doing, change your plans when a journalist calls. One of the questions I get asked a lot in media training is where do news stories come from? Like where, where, where do news stories come from? They seem to appear like magic. And um, how come journalists get them first? You know, where, what is this sort of m magic that journalists kind of come up with? The answer is much more straightforward. Here in the UK alone, there are many hundreds of news outlets, you know, and thousands of journalists looking for stories. Journalists are often the first point of contact for people with a story. You know, you've got a story. You don't tell Joe Schmo on the bus, do you? You ring the newspaper or you ring your radio station or your TV station or you email them. Okay, once a story breaks, other news outlets will pile in and report it, copy it too. You know, watching each other continuously is one of the key sources for news organisations. So where does news come from? I've got a big list here. So, deep breath. <gasps> Press releases, planned events and diary items, government announcements and briefings, local authority meetings and announcements, police fire and ambulance updates, court hearings, tip-offs and established contacts, financial markets, business news, entertainment, sports events and personalities, investigative journalism and research, freedom of information requests and whistleblowers, social media, international news agencies such as PA and Reuters. <gasps> and breathe. So that is a very general and brief overview of how the news works. Journalists are constantly trawling for stories. Those stories are prioritised. An agenda is created and round and round the news cycle goes. So I hope that has given you a little insight into how the media works. There are lots more guides and advice. Just Google Marvellous Media Training. Thanks for listening. <laughs>